Nilsa Alvarez, thank you for joining us. How are you? Hey, Reverend. I am so honored to be on your show. Thank you so much for the invitation, and thank you for all your kind words. And yesterday was awesome. You totally, like, literally blew the audience's mind off <laughs> because it was just epic. I'm, I'm getting the uh, feedback like you can't imagine. Um, it's such an honor to work with individuals such as yourself that I believe God has anointed for such a time as this to not only speak truth, but spit fire when it comes to the truth in a generation where everyone is being offended by anything and standing for nothing. And it's time that we stand up for what's right. We stand with the truth. And you're doing it, Reverend, and I'm so excited to be part of your alliance now. Glory to God, and thank you so much for for that. All praises to him. And Nilsa, you know, I, I understand, and you and I are both Christians unashamed of that uh, in this country. And the one thing that uh, really attracted me to uh, working with you, and I, we will, Michelle, uh, be certain that we put her in the rotation for regular guests. Um, when, when, we, when I first saw Latinos for uh, Tennessee, I said, my, I, I just don't think of uh, Latinos in Tennessee. Tell us how active that is. Tell us about your organization. Tell us what you are about and how to get a hold of you. All of that. Talk to us. Awesome. Well, Latinos for Tennessee uh, was founded and is led by Raul Lopez and Pastor Tommy Vallejos, along with a team of Hispanics that were kind of spread out throughout the state, but were united. Uh, uh, Raul and Tommy, I'm going to highlight them real quick because aside from leading the first conservative Hispanic Latino political organization uh, coming out of Nashville, addressing the issues and empowering and informing the Hispanic community throughout the state about what's going on, what's happening, and why they need to engage with the issues that are rising up politically and also socially uh, so that they don't fall for the propaganda that is reeling in the Hispanic community. A lot of people do not know that just as there is a growing censorship of conservative speech and, and conservative thoughts and, and even unbiased news is being uh, kind of just dusted under the rug, it, it, you know, if you think it's bad in English, in Hispanic national media, it's worse. Wow. We don't even have, we don't even have a Fox News on its good day. Not even that. Um, it's literally all owned and uh, run by the left and the liberal media. Uh, it's on the, what I call the socialist conveyor belt, where they're feeding propaganda to the Hispanic community coast to coast in the U.S. And when you come to America and you're adapting as an immigrant, the first thing you do is tune in to Hispanic media sources so that you can understand the world around you. So think about this. For Hispanics migrating to the United States, their first contact is with media. And if media is telling them that the, that the, that the country that they migrated to is really not that great because it's already rigged against them and all this uh, political divisive, uh, just detrimental speech is just you know being poured into their minds, well, then it's going to be easy for leftists to then 
crank out that Hispanic vote in their direction if that's all they're uh, receiving. Now, a reverence, something that people don't even know how bad it is in Hispanic media, it's to the point when, when they have Republican commentators, and, and it depends what <laughs> depends when they really want um when they don't want an opposing view, they have fake Republican commentators and fake conservatives come and give the opposing perspective, but at the end, they agree with the liberal agenda. Wow. Wow. Nilsa, Nilsa, let me let me put a pin right there. Just hold that. Don't 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 lose the thought. Hold the thought. But folks, this is exactly why I wanted you to hear this today, because had you ever thought about it? Huh? Had you ever thought about it? The first contact that those who are coming to this country uh, get is from the media. And if they don't necessarily speak the language fluently, they go to the language source that they're most familiar with. So, as Nilsa said, they can understand the world around them. Doesn't that make sense? Of course, it makes sense. Naturally, that's exactly what you're going to do. You're going to go to the source so that you can understand where you are but had you ever thought that maybe the thoughts that they are being fed are being manipulated already by socialist sources that is poisoning them against America Nilsa please continue to enlighten us about what goes on here you know, and this is the reason why uh, we have been working hand-in-hand with several organizations. I, I run a political strategy and project man- management company uh, that literally helps political organizations um, and uh, even ministries. We help ministries engage the Hispanic community and be able to help not only translate their content, but we help them understand the melting pot of the Latino dynamic so that when they're communicating something, they're not offending another group because of the verbiage they're using. Because if you know the Hispanic community, you understand that a word that you can say in Puerto Rico is offensive in El Salvador. And a word you say in Mexico is offensive in Guatemala. Absolutely. So these are dynamics that we've mastered. And it's funny because the way we've mastered that is because I'm a pastor's kid. I grew up in a Hispanic ministry that flourished in South Florida. So my church was a melting pot of every single nation you can imagine of Latin America. So by doing missions overseas and ministry, I didn't know that it was God grooming me for political influence and engaging the Hispanic community in a diverse manner where they can understand the conservative message that we need to get out. And um, and, and I'm blessed to, to, to say that when I moved from Florida to Tennessee, uh, shortly with, within coming here, and I, and I just say this really is God just doing everything, because he, he, just as he, we know and he knows we're aware of the problem, he already has a solution. And all of us are part of that solution. So we're part of a greater plan for, so that the truth can continue to make its course, to make its way to the hearts and minds of everyone, because let me tell you, God loves everyone more than we do, and he's not going to let the left continue to just have the upper hand with this demonic agenda, because I believe it's a demonic agenda, to, to have everybody have just a fair share of misery with a socialist agenda, and to divide us, and to just be a bigger government. So when I moved to Tennessee, little did 
Governor Bill Lee's Economic Recovery Group and translate all the reopening phase information to the Hispanic community across the state on behalf of the governor's office. Wow. And 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 this was just an initiative. And, and the cool thing is, is that I'm able to see what kind of messaging is going through the governor's office. And this allows me to communicate with the governor's office how the Hispanics feel about what's being communicated and how they perceive things. There's translations I'd have to correct that say, are, are you sure we can say it this way? I say, no, no, no. If you say it that way, it, it's not going to be well received. But had I been a liberal operative, can you imagine the damage I can do, Reverend? Yeah. If I were translating with a leftist ideology of, of big government and, and trying to sabotage probably the, one of the most uh, greatest governors, Republican governors, you know, I think about things like that and I'm just like, wow, you know, media has been rigged against the Hispanic community. And, and we need more operatives that will stand up and voice the conservative values. And that's why we're mobilizing churches across the nation that are Hispanic. We're mobilizing um, uh, just an alliance of Hispanic influencers. We have an event that, uh, where we're actually launching a Hispanic celebrity panel that is going to address openly uh, the problem with big tech the problem with conservative censorship, and we're going to do it um, um, now in Orlando in June uh, at the Faith and Freedom conference, uh, conference. We're bringing in, you know, uh, Mirka de Llanos, which is a uh, renowned Hispanic journalism, um, Hispanic journalist, that she's openly conservative, and she's going to talk, she's going to throw Hispanic media under bus, she's, just like you did yesterday on the panel when you said, hey, I was there when they were putting critical race theory together, <laughs> and this is garbage. Well, she's going to be able to say that, but to the Hispanic community. So we continue to open eyes and help people come out of the Kool-Aid and realize America's a great nation. They migrated because this is a great nation, and therefore we must protect what made America Great. I just love it, Michelle, when we get guests on who are not wallflowers and you don't have to coax them to talk or anything like that. Neil, so you are uh, an, a commentator's dream on, on a radio show. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. But listen, let's let me ask you this. And I, I hope you can stay with me through the break because I have a, little, a few other things I want to talk to you about. But this is one I want to kick off here. i got about two minutes left in this segment. Um, uh, when we talk about how social uh, socialism and socialist ideas have infiltrated and do infiltrate Latin America. One of the most beautiful places on earth is Puerto Rico. It's one of the most beautiful places on this, on this planet, y'all. If you've never been there, be sure to visit. But it is incredibly uh, liberal. I mean, everybody there, is it because of what you told us that the media that they are exposed to um, is it, it just drenches them? It, it has saturated their minds with that liberal ideology. Uh, start on that. Uh, just start on that conversation, and uh, we're going to go up, up against a break here in about. Uh, take about a minute, and I'll have to. I'll have to go to break. Sure. Well, Hispanics are facing the same problems that every other family is facing, non-Hispanic families are facing here in the U.S., that the liberal agenda has not only infiltrated media, they have infiltrated and dominated um, academia on college campus, 
on, you know, high school, middle school, elementary, you see a very pro-liberal agenda. And what happens is Hispanics don't just come and uh, take in the media that's speaking their language. They're trusting the public school system when they drop off their child at school and when they pick them up. You have no idea the countless complaints I've received from parents, Hispanic parents, that have told me I, I, I thought I thought I was dropping off my kid to learn arithmetic and literature and science and social studies, and I and I pick up at the end of the day. I'm picking up a socialist in training. How did this happen? <laughs> we from this. How can how can what we were running from in our country now be, be wow. uh, in the classroom? Wow, wow, Nilsa, hold that thought, folks. It's you got to laugh because you'd cry. If, in fact, you could hear some of the stories that Nielsa has heard, and I have heard this from uh, all Americans, red, yellow, black, and white, how they send their kids to school. It was so funny that you said that. And the school sends back home to you Karl Marx. That's, that's what's happening. You do it at, at, at Thanksgiving. You, you send your kid off to college for the first year. He comes back home from Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. As Karl Marx. We're going to talk to Nilsa Alvarez when I return. More C.L. Bryant Show. Thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. I do the best I can. Always lend a helping hand. And for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day. In the USA, so glad that you have come along with us as we build a bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show daily. And today we're building that conversation with Nilsa Alvarez, Latinos for um, Tennessee. And uh, I, I tell you something, folks, I have just been... I got another got another arrow in my in my quiver right now. I really do. She she furnished several um, because there were things that she said in this last segment that, you know, you just don't think about how people not just just uh, people coming from Latin America uh, come into this country. There are Romanians. There are all types of people that come into this country. And you wonder just how badly the um, libs have infiltrated all forms of media. Uh, Neil, so welcome back. And let me ask you this, because I think it's very important that we hear this from you. 
How's Joe Biden handling this thing at the border? You see it from a lens that maybe I don't. Talk to us. <laughs> I, you know, I am so happy you asked that. The border crisis is a crisis that fuels many other crises. Uh, it fuels the crisis of human trafficking, drug trafficking, uh, arms trafficking, you name it. Um, it fuels uh, pedophilia. It fuels the abuse towards children. Uh, the fact that children are being recycled at our border, where you will see the same child coming back, but with different adults. And that's why when President Trump entered office and his team implemented the DNA testing at the border, it, it became a true game changer and a lifesaver to many children. He became the defender of the immigrant child, and the Hispanic community has still not learned that to its entirety because of censored media. But Trump literally became a defender for the child at the border that was being raped by coyotes at the tender age of 10, 9, 8 years old. You give it whatever number. These coyotes, these criminals at the border, there's over uh, 20, if it wasn't 20, I think it's 26 different criminal organizations that work at the border. They abuse, they sexually molest these children. You, there's stories of girls where, where when they go into the detention center and they're reviewed medically, you see their insides um, practically torn oh because of the severe sexual abuse at the border. Oh this my is God. something oh that needs God. to be addressed. And I have amazing friends like Rosie Orozco. She is the congresswoman in Mexico that passed the most harshest anti-human trafficking legislation that led to the closure of over 1,500 places of human sales and trafficking throughout Mexico. And she tells me that with, a, with someone like Biden, Mexican families near the border can count, almost count on losing their child to a mystery disappearance where they know that their child has been kidnapped to be trafficked for the demand of sex trafficking in America at the border. Oh, my and God. And one of those little girls, and I'm going to give her a name because there, there's a family suffering. For every child that is trafficked in that border, there is a family suffering. There's a little girl by the name of Lisette Soto. She was taken from her home, from her bed. She was taken from her home. Her parents woke up to find her missing. And till this day, they know, they know for a fact that she was trafficked into the United States. Oh, my when, God. When, when President Trump was in office, this was being dealt with in the most strategic manner with Mexico. He forced Mexico to actually take responsibility for what goes on in the border and the crimes happening every day by the thousands. So Biden is obviously not addressing this, and he had supposedly put her, his little VP puppet, because she's the one puppeting behind him. She's the one pulling his strings. Uh, Ms. Harris is supposed to be visiting the border. She has yet to do so. They believe in paying out to corrupt Latin American countries that are going to stay with that money and still do nothing about migration. Wow. Wow.
I, I tell you, it's just breathless. It takes your breath away to think of the atrocity that is being allowed to go on. And it takes your breath away to think that we had a champion of children in office just six months ago. And now what do we have? It's time to take uh, serious inventory, America, of what we're about. Nilsa, tell everyone how to get in touch with you, how to bring you to a city near them if they are so inclined. How can they help you if uh, they are inclined to help your organizations? Talk to us. Thank you so much. Um, if they want to contact me directly, I can I can communicate uh, I I communicate freely through LinkedIn. Um, I'm there as Nilsa Alvarez. That's N as in Nancy, I L S as in Sam A. Nilsa. Uh, it's a Puerto Rican name, so I know it's not that popular. But Nilsa Alvarez. I'm on Facebook as well as Nilsa Alvarez Morales. Um, I'm also on Twitter, and then Latinos for Tennessee, the, the website is latinosfortennessee.com, just as it's spelled. And Reverend, thank you so much for the honor of sharing with you, with sharing with your audience. And let me tell you something. You mentioned Puerto Rico. My family is from the island of Puerto Rico, and I can tell you this. They're in for a big surprise. Uh, the left is in for a big surprise. They think they can use Puerto Rico as a bargaining chip for the Latino vote. Well, that their their days are numbered because even the most liberal mayor that made national headlines when she tried to make uh, President Trump look like an idiot uh, in responding to the hurricane, if you remember the time. I mayor, do. Yes, I remember. Out. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, and she got voted out. A lot of people don't know because they haven't been following Puerto Rican politics. But she's no longer in office because the majority of the his, of the island is truly conservative, and they're tired of being used by the left. And I think I think liberals and the left are in for more surprises coming out of the Puerto Rican uh, community, aside from me and my family. <laughs> it's one of the most beautiful places on earth, and is some of the most beautiful people as well on earth. And it's really good news to know, Nilsa, that uh, all of that that we hear coming out of uh, the liberal news media about the island is not the case. And thank you so much for that. Listen, God bless you and God keep you. Nielsen, one more question for you. Uh, if you could take about three minutes, maybe, or less than that, whatever you want to do. But uh, I got to get this on record. Legacy. A woman like you, um, you leave behind a legacy. Uh, when the day is done, you're sitting there with your husband, uh, you look off into the sunset, and you haven't quit yet, but you're just uh, slowing it down a little bit. And the day is just about done, and you're relaxing. What type of legacy do you want to leave? What do you want us to say about Nilsa Alvarez Morales? That, that she did everything God asked her, no matter how crazy it sounded and no matter how crazy it looked. Um, that's my goal. Um, we're only here for, for the time that only God knows we're here. And I don't want to miss out on anything that he's asking or requiring of me. I would. There's a great example of, that a pastor once said that I'll repeat. Um, he said, "I don't want to send, you know, heaven apple pies and then realize when I'm in God's presence that He was into cheesecake." <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. I, 
I got it. Hey, guess what? You will hear that again. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, I, just, God, I, 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 have, I have a fear of the Lord, an honor in my heart. I love him with all my life. If, if we were to sit down, Reverend, you and I, to talk about everything God has done, so that my family and I can be where we are and do what we do. It would be days of conversations because that's how good God is. God is so good. There's not enough books to take record of all he's able and all he's done and all he's continuing to do in our lives. So just with that said, I just want to say if I'm ever remembered for anything, that she was just crazy enough to stand up for everything God asked her to do. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, God bless you and God keep you. Continue to fight the good fight. Nilsa Alvarez Morales, I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. Thank you so much for being on with us. Talk to you soon.